0: Welcome to Anton Knows. What a K. What do I know? I know a lot of things. I know a lot about popular culture and movies and television and, of course, animated series. Like before, we talked about the raccoons. I'll also talk now about another rare animated series. Okay, question. What does a green rabbit, a multi dar duck, evil toads, Star Wars, and Zootopia all have in common. Well, they have in common with Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars, or Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Menace. In the UK, they didn't want them to say war. Just like the Ninja Turtles, they didn't want them to say the word ninja, so they called them heroes. We'll talk about that at another time. So what's Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars? Well, basically it's this. Well, there were two forms of media. One was a comic book done by Larry Hama. And if you're a G.I. Joe fan, you know that name. Larry Hama uh, created this other series called Bucky O'Hare. And he uh, did it as a more of a U.K. comic book, a comic book that was associated with action-adventure and more like Doctor Who a little bit, a little bit like Judge Dredd, that sort of thing, but not as violent. So in the comic book series, a young boy named Willie DeWitt uh, uses a proton accelerator that he invents, and Bucky O'Hare on the opposite side uh, turns on this photon accelerator, and both sides open a magic door that allows him to walk between two universes. The only difference is, in the comic book, the accelerator uh, shut down, and the door disappeared for good. And Willie was stuck there forever in the comic. Comic only lasted for two or three issues, but the TV series, wow. Now, if you got to see it, it was probably in your local markets, probably on, over here, it was on Channel 11 or Channel 5, or if it was, uh, you were in the Philadelphia area, it was on W. Twenty TV 29 in Philadelphia. I can remember getting up early and watching this show. Okay, so think Star Wars meets Zootopia. If you haven't seen Zootopia yet, why are you listening to this podcast? You should really check out uh, Zootopia about Nick and Judy and so forth. That's another podcast entirely. So Bucky O'Hare is about this space rabbit who is fighting... Uh, a a hard war against these uh, toads. Along with Bucky, he has a cat, who is his first mate and navigator. And he has an android named First Class named Blinky. He has a baboon marine named Bruiser. And he has a multi-armed duck named Deadeye Duck, who is a crack gunner. Along with that, he also has this kid who is a visitor from another world. But unlike in the comic book, he can go back and forth to different worlds. Their first space marine, this baboon from Beetlejuice, he gets trapped in another dimension. So his brother joins the crew. And so uh, Willie, through this memory stone that... Uh, Jenny gives him, and Jenny and him kind of have this kinship kind of thing going on. It's uh, kind of hard to explain, and Willie's very, very smart and can basically look at a piece of technology and and, and eventually learn to uh, master it pretty quickly, so he becomes their new chief engineer uh, over uh, time. Okay, so... Enter the villains. Of course, there's got to be great villains, and there is. There's the Toad Air Marshal, who's sort of like a, a bungling uh, villain, but he's evil. He's I'd rank him up there along with Cyril Sneer and the others. He's probably chilling out there, too, with them. And he has these two little underlings named Fricks and Fracks, who are these two uh, Toads. That like to watch Toad TV. There's an interesting comment on how television was produced in those days. Television, you know, kind of making fun of the way uh, soap operas were, daytime TV, nighttime TV, the news, and so forth and so on. So those little things are pretty good. But the two really big bads are a computer uh, that is called Complex. I'll go into him a little bit in a minute. And along with him, he has sort of like a Darth Vader or Terminator guy named Toad Borg, who is a half-toad, half-machine guy. And he's really evil. So Complex was created by the Toads at first to basically do all the things that we don't want to do, you know. Uh, take care of traffic, take care of the uh, stock market, control, you know, but he eventually became self-aware and said, why should I do all the menial stuff that they don't want to do? They should be working for me. So he became, they became their slaves and he became their master. And he basically turned the toad home world because at first they were harmless. They were like the rest of the universe. They just were kind and wanted to watch television and, buy cheap products and be silly. But then they became like the Empire. They became storm toads, and all they wanted to do is conquer the universe because the complex told them to. Okay. So, worse yet, what they do is their world has been turned into factories five levels deep to create weapons of war. So they turn other worlds, with these things called climate converters, into swamps so they can just sit around and have fun. Bucky's got problems, too. So he's sort of like Buck Rogers, Flash Gordon, Luke Skywalker, a combination of all those characters. As the theme song, oh, did I mention the theme song? What a terrific theme song. Another dimension, another time and space. Believe you me, you hear it once, and you'll be hearing it all day long. I suggest you look it up after you listen to this podcast. So, what are the key episodes? Well, the first mini series, when it starts, is actually very cool. We find out about the door and the multiple dimensions and the antiverse and all these other, uh, different animals that live in it. So, Bucky goes to rescue his people and he goes down to warm and it's found out it's turned into a swamp. And all his people are missing; they've been taken and in, sold into slavery. And so he and uh, the, are convinced they have to stop the toads from doing this. But their next target is even worse. Is genus? Genus is the central capital of the universe, but it's guarded by these defense satellites. So the complex tells the old Lord Marshal, "Go get me the codes to these satellites." use a spy, and, and tell him to uh, do this. So they disguise Willie as a Beetlejuice and Baboon wearing this space armor, and it, it kind of works and doesn't kind of work, but our heroes have to find a way to keep um, them from getting these codes. Unfortunately, uh, Bucky gets tricked into sending this guy a sword, this alligator-like guy, who basically works for anybody for the right price, and he uh, says, "Oh, I'm a I'm an engineer. I'll help you." And he does. He knocks out all the other candidates and becomes their engineer, but only to uh, steal the codes from Genus. Eventually, everybody gets captured and sent to this mothership. So the Toad Air Marshal is going to inject everybody into space. Uh, Willie tricks. Uh, uh, alligator, get it? Uh, to uh that he has this uh play money and he thinks it's oh it's more valuable than Simoleans it's Willie's. So he believes him, but he makes a copy of the code and tricks them and is gonna inject them all into space. Jenny uses her powers, which are secret, and saves them from certain destruction. Then they Uh, able to save genus because the satellites turn on everywhere i'm skipping around a lot uh we also go back to earth and Willie deals with some bullies and stuff like that jenny gives him this memory stone and says to him you can uh i'll contact you or you can contact us whenever you want to or come see us uh my favorite episode of all time of this and it's the uh the the Aldebarian affair. So Jenny is practicing with this young uh, c- cat that's a, a princess, and she's learning to be, become a sorcerer. And she becomes this. She has to go to the heart of this nebula and get these little little sensors that are, that are there. So uh, she tells her, "You're not ready to go on the quest yet. You you have to practice more." So, of course, she goes off on her own. She gets captured by Toad Borg because Toad Borg finds out about this nebula and there's an energy source there that is unbelievable. So she's at a a space satellite and working with the sensors and everybody is off ship except uh, eventually Willie convinces her, look, if you leave and something happens to the ship, the door goes away and I can never get home. She says, okay, she tells Blinky to record a message, and she, she takes Wooly with her. They confront Toad Borg, Toad Borg says, uh, I'll release my prisoner if you take me into the nebula. And she says, I'll, I'll take you into the dark heart myself if you release uh, your uh, my, my protege. She's, uh, he's, he takes her and goes into the nebula himself. And she's, oh, he'll never get out and I'll lose, you know, my uh, protege forever. So Willie says, I have to go with you. You can't use your powers and fly the croaker by yourself. It's a little mini pod that they fly around in. And he said, she says, fine, you can come with me. So they confront this giant demon that, um, uh, Toadborg wakes up and eventually all the sisterhood and everybody uses their powers to knock out the demon and save uh, save the day. So she they escape and, and the cats are very joyful. The only one who's a little sad is, is uh, Bucky because you know he has to get help from a fox character. We'll touch on her in a minute in a minute. And when they get back, She's like, I took a ship, I'm sorry, you know, I normally would have never have done this, you know, I had to do this to protect the sisterhood. Bucky, what do you have to say for yourself? And he says, how about welcome home? So, there you go. So our heroes, uh, again, triumph once again. Uh, There's one about Toe TV, where they're using satellites to convince the mammals that they're, their friends, so Complex would eventually take over their minds as well, and Willie uh, is the only one who's immune to it, and he eventually helps them do this, and Bucky eventually has to go to Complex himself and confront him. Uh, There's another episode that's really great about the Matter Converter, this uh, device that allows you to um, transform any kind of matter, except for living matter, and, and turn it into anything you want. It was from a lost civilization. So they go to a secret base where there's a dolphin and a octopus, and Deadeye's like, he's an octopus. And uh, Bucky says, everybody's got to be something. So uh, Blinky gets captured by these toads, but they're not the regular Toads, we find out that they were the original creators of Complex, and Complex was not strong enough to destroy them, so he sends them into space and they uh, were hibernating. The Toad Air Marshal eventually captures the device. Willie comes aboard midway through all this, Helps him save them because the engines from slu- uh, this planet that they were on was jammed up so the- he helped him clean it out. And eventually they confront, uh, uh, they go to find the Toad Air Marshal and he makes his ship look like one of the mammal ships read by uh, Commander Dogstar, who is this uh, other uh, mammal that helps out Bucky. But the problem is, it isn't him at all. It's a uh a, a, the, this uh, device can basically turn a toad uh, cruiser into anything it wants. So he eventually cripples uh the uh, righteous nation, the ship that Bucky commands. So and then he destroys the Croaker. So now it's up to Willie and Bucky. But eventually he uh he rams it into the um uh into the toad uh, cruiser gets control of the device, saves the righteous indignation, and defeats uh, uh, the toad oil Marshal yet again. There's another one about a climate converter where they were going to use it to uh, uh, turn another world, and finally Bucky real uh, goes to rescue his people. When he rescues his people, He realizes that the only way he can get at them is uh, instead of breaking. They try to break into this uh, uh, into the uh, Toad's uh, uh, slave, uh, but they he he, uh, they can't do it because the force field there is too strong. So they can't get in by force. So Bucky's mentor tells him a warrior can get into some place even without using stealth. He can use it by, not by force, but by uh, stealth. So that's what he does. And he disguises himself as an old rabbit. And they meet this fox who we talked about in the previous episode. This is how they meet her. And all the hares and everything lead the resistance to destroy this climate converter. because They don't want to turn any of the other planets into swamps. So eventually, uh, Bucky, is, he meets one of his aunts there. And she, this uh, uh, Fox, the firm, she says, uh, you're too old to fight, but uh, I'll use you as a lookout. And she's like, all you hears that we're talking about is this Bucky O'Hare, and he's not as invincible as you think he is. Well, I guess you'll have to learn the hard way. So the uh, she and the uh, break into the climate converter, and, and this one guy... He's the best jumper and he thinks he's going to make it across but he gets he chickens out. So the old man reveals that he's Bucky O'Hare and he jumps across there and she's like, well, he's as magnificent as everyone says he is. So he eventually uh, turns off the uh, climate converter and tells everybody else. the toads flee, the uh, righteous indignation is allowed to uh, land. Willie Goes aboard the uh, climate converter. He's going to use it against the toads. But the toad air marshal and one of his underlings just Fricks and he says to him, he says, "I'll destroy the entire climate converter and everyone in it if you don't surrender right now." And his underling says to him, he says, "But toads are down there." He says, "Frax is down there." It's a small sacrifice. I told you he was pretty ruthless. And he, uh, threatens to blow them all up, and Willie turns on the climate converter and sends the toads scurrying for, uh, for safety. So, the good guys win again. Is there episodes where they don't win? No, this, this is definitely, the good guys win, the bad guys lose. There are some mediocre episodes, like there's one about a space ninja lizard and all about honor. There's one about a uh, the pirates, and we find out about um, Willie and the uh, and about the Dead Eye Duck and where he came from and why he became a fighter for justice and why he isn't um, doing the things that they wanted to do. Uh, you know why is he gone against his nature of being a bad guy? Uh, because pirates, you know, they usually they just want to steal and rob and stuff. But he he chooses to become a, a gunner to help all mammals and everybody along there. Unlike Zootopia, they don't uh, they use all kinds of different types of animals, not just uh, the the ones that you see in the movie. They use all kinds of things. Uh, unfortunately, Bucky O'Hare was not a big success. It, it it did okay, and there was a line of action figures. A few years ago, they tried to do a video game, but it didn't. I say, whoever's out there now in the ether, that they should consider doing a reboot or a new series. And what they should do is make it a little more serious. And uh, you could still have jokes in it, of course, because every series has to be the sour and the sweet, as they say. But I would say you should definitely make it a... More of a serious show, more like, like Star Wars, like like Clone Wars, or something like that, where the good guys don't always win and the bad guys sometimes win, because I mean, if it's just a couple of ships against hundreds of toad fighters and hundreds of toad ships, if he has an emp, if they have an empire, how can they possibly do that? And then you can do all kinds of different things and have Willie kind of stay there or maybe not stay there. It's really cool. I think that this series had a lot of potential. It could have gone on to do more, but well, that's up to everybody else. So look for it. It's definitely worth trying. So if that's what Anto knows today. We'll uh, let you go, and we'll see you again next time.